welcome back to Journey of a Ballaholic, the best podcast for basketball addicts. I'm your host, General Hannibal X. Now, in this journey, we're going to be discussing the GOAT. Who's the GOAT between Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan? Now, I understand that there are a lot of really good big men that should be in this conversation. For instance, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. To me, he's my number two all-time. Guys like Wilt Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal, Bill Russell. A lot of these guys deserve to be in the conversation. Even a guy like Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. But there's three names that always come up whenever you start talking about the GOAT conversation. That's Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. So on this journey, I'm going to be joined by a guest to be able to discuss who's the GOAT in your opinion. You know, is it Jordan? Is it LeBron? Or is it Kobe being Bryant? Let's go ahead and get into this interview as we discuss who's the GOAT. All right, so first I want to go ahead and welcome to the show today. My guest is Cortez Higgins from the Ballaholics community. What's going on with you today, brother? Not much, my brother. Just chilling. Good, good, good. Oh, wonderful, man. I'm glad you was able to join the journey of a Ballaholic show, man. Listen, I want to go ahead and jump right into this thing while I got you on the line, bro. We talk a lot, especially in the Ballaholic chat, man. We talk all the time about the greatest debate, the greatest basketball debate. This continue to go through barbershop to barbershop, man. It's consistent, has been who's the GOAT? And it really, it seems that always, I don't care whether it's, you know, the big men, point guards, it always seems to come back to three main guys. That being Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan. So I want to know from you, who? how do you rank these three as far as the greatest of all time when you factor everything in? Uh, man, as far as the greatest three of all time, that's that's been Accuracy, right? So my my top three in order would be Jordan, still, or that's the GOAT. Um, LeBron second on my list, and I have Kobe third. Okay, okay. Now, now break that down for me because first of all, just to get a little bit of clarity. Are these three guys? Are these your one, two, three in your GOAT list, or are you just ranking these these three players as far as um, Jordan, Michael? I'm sorry, Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. Are you just ranking those three, or do you have these three as your number one, two, and three? In your all-time goat list, they're my number one, two, and three on my, my all-time list personally. Okay, it's recently changed within the past couple of years, but that's my top three. Okay, now, tell, now you said you said it recently changed. What, what made that change happen for you? Um, LeBron being down three-one against Golden State back in oh. 2016. I know mm-hmm. Kobe has more rings, and I kind of factor in. Who's the greatest of all time? Kind of like how you do. You know, you got to have a resume. Mm-hmm. The eye test shows it too. And then how many rings do you have? And But for me, LeBron, he was in my top five and he moved to number two after he did what he did with Golden State in 2016. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I, I put it like this. To me, that championship that he won Beating the, the 2016, the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors. The best regular season team we've ever seen, in my opinion. They that was the best offensive team, or one of the best offensive teams that the game's ever seen. We had Clay, Steph, Draymond, Iguodala. That, that was one of the best teams. Now, granted, they added Kevin Durant the year after that, but that 73 and 9 team and beating them coming back from 3 1, I agree with you. That was to me 
LeBron James' best uh, individual season accomplishment was winning that championship. And, and it did propel him up my all-time list. Now, I, I want to get a little bit of breakdown from you, though, because w- before that championship, did you have Kobe in front of LeBron? Yeah, of course. Okay, so it was that championship that made you propel him into that top two. What do yeah. you think and LeBron he, has to... I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, you don't you don't get any credit for losing, but I think it was kind of remar- remarkable that he took that 2018 Cavs team to the final, you know, they came up mm. short. They got swept, unfortunately, against a mm-hmm. superior competition. But that was the final straw for me to move him past Kobe. I was still kind of skeptical after he did win the 2016 championship. Ah. The rings really was the mm-hmm. deciding factor to me. You know, Kobe has more, but man, that that one championship right there is you can add him up as a couple of. <laughs> Just for a couple of other pe- people, you know what I mean. I feel that, bro. I feel that. That, that was that was a great feat, man. What? All right, let me ask you this then. What do you think? Because I agree with you. Number one, number one for me, the goat without question is Michael Jordan. Michael right. Jeffrey Jordan, his resume, the eye test. I don't care if you want to look at the analytics, the advanced stats. It doesn't matter. Jordan's the goat to me, right? Now, for me, I have a different number two. But to keep to stay on the topic at hand between Kobe. Michael and LeBron. I want to know from you, what does LeBron have to do, if anything, to be able to pass Jordan in your eyes? He has to win at least two more championships and the MVP. For sure. I, mm. I kind of, you know, a lot of people think it's too late, which, you know, we all have our own opinion. But I think if he can accomplish, you know, he'd be the first player in NBA history. Unless Kawhi wins this year, which I don't think he will, but stay on topic. He'd be the first player in NBA history to win three championships with three different teams. I don't think he will get to six. You know, that's the highest standard right there. But I just think he also would have done something that Jordan has never done. You know what I mean? Right, right. Trying to do what he's done, man, that's that's a tough task. Piggyback on that, if he does win the championship with the Lakers, he will have done something that, that Jordan didn't do, which was win a championship with two different teams, which he's already done. But he will also win a championship in both conferences, winning it in the Western Conference, which, as we know, in today's NBA is the tougher of the two conferences. And so, you know, so Jordan, I mean, LeBron, he's gotten a lot of flack from playing in the East, making the finals a lot of years, but not being able to win it. And a lot of people say it was due to the East being weak. However, like I said, if he wins it in the tough West now, it definitely is going to move him up. Now, for me personally, I still have Kobe ahead of LeBron, just ever so slightly. And I will agree that if LeBron is able to win a championship with the Lakers, he will surpass Kobe in my eyes. But for me, one of the things that just continues to resonate with why I put Kobe over LeBron, and I want to get your feedback on this, is the as we call it, the Mamba mentality, the the, the, the clutch factor, the, the killer instinct more so, the killer instinct that Jordan had, that killer instinct that Kobe has that in 2010, I saw a LeBron James in his prime that lacked that killer instinct, that when the, the ball was being put in his hands and on the biggest stage, he ran from that. Now, we've seen we've seen Kobe even as a, as a rookie, Right, going against the Utah Jazz in the playoffs, he didn't run from any situation where even he was shooting air balls, he kept taking them. It, and it seemed to me that in that 2010 finals, LeBron kind of ran from 
the spotlight, ran from the moment. And I, and I think that's been kind of ingrained in my head. So that's kind of hard for me to get past. So what, what's your takeaway on how LeBron performed in that 2010 finals and how that kind of weighs into your opinion on ranking him either behind Jordan or in front of Kobe or, or vice versa? You know, me personally, it was 2011, correct? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, 2011, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's, he wet the bed, you know, like as a LeBron fan, he's my favorite player ever, even though Jordan's the GOAT. He, he was in a predicament that he wasn't used to, but he still didn't cash in. You know, I think the, the moment was just too big for him at the time, but it was definitely, I think it was a, um, a learning experience for him. And it definitely helped propel him into the, the um, dominant player that he still is to this day, year mm -hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. I mean, you know, for me, man, it's going to be tough for LeBron to catch Michael Jordan. I, I, I know you mentioned that if he wins two titles for you and gets the finals MVPs, that you would be willing to put him past Jordan, correct? Yes, sir. So for, for me, bro, it, it's, it's tough, man, because... Yes, okay, we'll, 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 let's set aside the 6-0, and up, the Jordan win. Let's just set that aside for a second. Let's also set aside LeBron's lowest moment which was the 2011 final if we just kind of you know look at everything else kind of put it on equal footing to me one of the things that truly separates jordan from lebron and that favors jordan is the fact that he was a consistent two-way player right jordan was a guy who would attack you and be the best player on offense and also be the best player on defense whereas lebron even though this year we've kind of seen a resurgence from him on the defensive side i think because he's had to carry so much weight from his teams on the offensive side that he kind of took some years off playing defense. And so, so, so not having that killer instinct that Jordan has on the offensive end while also not committing full time to the defensive end, like Mike did, I think that kind of, you know, it puts a, um, you know, like, like a little damper on the legacy of LeBron. But with that being said, you know, and I, I, before I get to your, your, your feedback on that, I do have to give LeBron credit. Because he's done things that Jordan has never been able to do, as we see him leading the league in assists right now, and just overall being a better facilitator, playmaker, setting his teammates up. So, it, so to your credit, I think that it's possible that he could be able to get to the Jordan level, but I think he's got to be more than two finals. Let's just say hypothetically that he, that Lakers do win it this year, right? And he, let's say LeBron does get that Finals MVP, and let's say they come back next year and they repeat. Now LeBron's sitting there with five titles. Six losses. That to that to you is enough to be able to call him the goat. But now let me ask you this: If he is the goat, who would be the next person? Let's say that. Let's say that that happens hypothetically. Who do you think is the next person in line that could truly and honestly challenge LeBron James for that goat title? If that is to happen, if he's to win those next two championships, you're talking about a current, a current player, player. Now. absolutely right now in the league today. Do you see anybody that, that could even potentially? be the next person to, to jump into this conversation with the Kobe's, with the LeBron's, with the Mike. Like, who's that next guy that you see that can transition and jump yeah, into this? I, I got one, for sure. Ah, uh, I like that, man. I like that. Now, okay, now, Tim, I want to hear from you. What do you think Giannis has to do? Other than, we know winning titles. That's a, that's a must. But tell me some of the other things that you think as far as what could propel him into that conversation. He has to get a consistent jump shot. He gets that as good night. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's over, bro. You know it. So he gets that jump shot. Because one thing I like about him right now, 
he's showing signs of improvement. Like, yeah, last year he didn't take as many. He's maybe not as even he's not even shooting a high percentage, but he's taking, mm. you know, keep the defense mm-hmm. honest. He's still attacking the paint. You know, he's the most dominant paint player since Shaq. The statistics back it up. That's true. So he gets the jump shot. He's already an above average defender. He's a top five defender in the mm-hmm. league. He rebounds like crazy. Now he's not on the level of a LeBron or a Magic or a kid as far as playmaking. But man, for somebody who's seven tall, power floor, got a nice handle, sets his teammates up. Mm. Top five hard, hardest working player in the league. And I have third. Is the current player in the league. I agree. I, I agree. In, injured yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think that um, Giannis has definitely elevated himself to that top three in the game today. And I agree with you 100%, man. If there's one person that I would say has the claim to be next in the conversation and the fact that Giannis doesn't low manage, right? That Giannis is there. He's, he, he gives you what Kobe with the Michael Jordans, you know, he plays, he, he plays consistently and he does it on both ends. So I agree with you, bro. hundred percent. Giannis is the next in line to get into that, that category. Um, and it's going to be tough, man, because I mean, you got to think about it. There's been so many great players. Like we've seen guys like, whether it's Tracy McGrady, right? Whether it was a, a Vince Carter, whether it was a Kawhi Leonard, I mean, there's been so many great players that have come perimeter players specifically that show flashes of greatness. But they weren't able to sustain it over a long period of time. And like you said, Giannis is continuing to develop that jump shot. If he ever gets that consistently where he's able to get, even if he's up 35, 36%, which is pretty much like average. If he's able to, able to just yeah. become an average three-point shooter, he's, he, I think he can literally put himself in that GOAT conversation because I think he will eventually start to win championships. It is solidifying more if, you know, it's speculation if Milwaukee doesn't win this year or... You know, he's a free agent next summer that he could leave. Mm-hmm. But I think if they do, you know, get it together, he's able to, you know, get that championship. You know, when was the last person to win the championship out of Milwaukee? You know, small markets. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. They, they suffer. So that's that's big time. Kareem, arguably, is the GOAT. Right. You can argue that. So, like, to be in that company, I think it would be big time. I, I, I hope he wins the championship in Milwaukee. I don't see it. I think he's leaving, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I hope he does. I definitely look at Giannis as someone who I think has the talent to win it. But I don't think that the Milwaukee Bucks have done him enough justice to put a winning championship team around him. Um, and I think yeah. he'll, he'll wind up leaving. And I hope he does. I hope he does what Kevin Garnett did. I hope he does what Kevin Durant did and Anthony Davis. Get out of those small markets that are unable to build a championship team around you and go to a place where you can win and because it's all about the legacy and it's all about winning people will people will look back on kevin durant's career and one day they'll say he was a two-time back-to-back finals mvp champion and even though people will will vaguely remember how he did it the reality is that 50 years from now they'll say he did it and that's what matters most and so and they don't they don't win those championships without him absolutely Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's definitely, you know, it's devastating to see what happened to Kevin Durant because I think he was the next in line to surpass LeBron, to take that crown, to to really be that guy that could put himself in that category with LeBron and Jordan as far as being that next guy that you could talk about 
as amongst the goats, right? I think he was the next guy that was going to be put in, put in that conversation of the active players. Um, but that injury, man, is just so devastating. We saw that's the same injury that, that ended Kobe's career. And I thought that Kobe, and in all honesty, I thought that Kobe was on track to try to close that gap between him and Jordan. I don't think he would have ever passed it because he was already in year 17. But I think he was he could have definitely closed that gap to make a much more of a conversation and a debatable conversation between who the GOAT was between those two prior to his Achilles injury. Because Kobe, I mean, like I say, he had five championships and, and, and two of those he had finals MVPs. And even though people try to downplay his role with those first three with Shaq, we know, well, the numbers, the, yeah, the numbers speak for themselves. Like he was yeah, no numbers, role player, you know what I'm saying? I was saying? about to say that. The numbers speaks for the average almost 30 a night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, if that's my second option, hey, I'll take it anytime. <laughs> right. That's big time. That's big time. You got somebody who's going to play on both ends and be able to give you 30 or efficiently. I mean, listen, Kobe, like to me, Kobe's my favorite player of all time. And, and, you know, LeBron, like I said, now that he's joined the Lakers, it's good to see that if he's going to pass Kobe in my eyes, he'll do it with the Lakers. Like I said, you've already decided, you know, to put LeBron above him. And I can, I can understand that. Like that, to me, that's a debate. If people want to debate Kobe, LeBron, to me, that's a, that's a legitimate debate. To what, what's not a legitimate debate at this point is LeBron and Jordan. To me, I don't think that LeBron has done enough to, to get to into that conversation yet, you know, and, but but to some he's already there, you know. Some people already have LeBron as the go. I, I think he, like you, I think he needs to win some more chips, man. Yeah, definitely. So, and it's remarkable what he's doing in year seventeen. You know, it Kyle is Malone, Kareem oh. Abdul-Jabbar. That's the same year the Achilles popped for Kobe. You don't yeah. see that. Yeah. No, you're right, bro. I mean, to to, re, to reinvent. Not necessarily reinvent because he's already always been a point forward, but to truly, you know, take on all the responsibilities that the point guard role brings, which is a little different from the point forward spot. I mean, that's remarkable for year seventeen, like you said. I mean, to lead the league in assists at almost you know eleven assists a game, that's remarkable, bro. And, and, and to see him still be able to take over a game offensively, man, he, he, LeBron's special. He's special, man. So like I said, I, I, even though we disagree on the Kobe, LeBron, in that that trio of these three greats. I think it's still safe to say that Jordan holds the crown as the GOAT today. But LeBron is the he like I said, he's the next in line. If there's gonna be somebody to pass, it would be LeBron. And if there's one person that would jump into that conversation that's active now, it would be Yana. So I agree with you hundred percent, bro. Yes, sir. Question for you. Yes, sir. It's a little off topic, but it's on topic still because we're talking about LeBron, Kobe, and MJ. So uh-huh. let's say LeBron wins two championships for the Lakers. Does he get a statue? Ooh, great question. Great question. LeBron James, two championships and a statue. I'm going to have to say no. Okay. No is, let's, let's, let's look at it like this. Shaq has a statue, right? Magic yes, has a statue. Kareem has a statue, right? Those guys all have at least three championships. Right? Yeah, he right. Yep. So LeBron, if he wins two championships, his to me his jersey goes in the rafters. But I can't give him a statue until he gets that third. Like Kobe eventually will have a statue, and because he, he's got five, so he's earned that right. LeBron, and if he gets three, and I think technically he would have three if he wins this year. He still has two more years on his contract, so he could get he could potentially get that before this contract is up. But they would have to win three straight, in in my eyes, for him to be able to have earned a statue. But if he wins. One, as the best player, his his jersey goes in the Raptors to me. 
Okay. Kind of persuaded me to switch it up a little. I was gonna say yeah because you know the Lakers they historically they had a stretch to where it wasn't Lakers basketball. I'm not a Lakers fan. I guess I'm on the wagon. You're LeBron, LeBron right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a LeBron fan. But you know they were struggling for a good five six years, right? So for him to elevate them and take them out of what they never were used to being and, you know, bringing them back to Lakers basketball. That's big. I think that can solidify his legacy. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think, like you said, to, it, just winning one for me would put him in that conversation to put his jersey in the Raptors. And like I said, and if he wins one, just one more chip, that would be enough for me to surpass him in my eyes and in my rankings to put him over Kobe Bryant. But like I said, it's a lot of work that's got to be done. I mean, right now the Lakers are off to a great start. Uh, I think they're what, 15 to two, best start they've had since the last championship that the Lakers won, led by Kobe Bryant. So we got to see yep. if they're able to continue to maintain that. And if they do, man, I don't think that there's anybody who's going to be able to stop them if they stay healthy. Oh, no, no doubt. I'm not a, I'm with you with the Clippers. They, you know, the paint, little boys down there. <laughs> levels to it. It's levels to it. Absolutely. Especially when the game slows down and you need a basket. You gonna go to Montrez Harold? I don't really think so. Nah, and especially not, not on that box. Not with the size of Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis. It's just it's just too much size. And I think this team has been constructed perfectly around LeBron James. Where he's got shooters. He's got defenders. I mean, he's got even got other playmakers. Like, this team is literally the, the perfect team set up for an aging LeBron who's showing or should I say it's not showing his age. So it's going to be good, man. It's definitely going to be good, man. Listen, Cortez, I appreciate you, brother, for coming, jumping on the journey of a ballaholic. Man, you're always welcome to come back to the show. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely continue to keep these debates up in the, in the ballaholic community. But until next time, bro, man, you go ahead and enjoy your night, all right? All right, my brother. God bless you and happy Thanksgiving, man. Yes, sir. Same to you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, peace. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you'll be notified whenever a new episode is posted. Also, make sure that you rate and review this podcast and that you share it with your friends. Listen, if you would be interested in becoming a guest on Journey of a Ballaholic, please email me at journeyballaholic at gmail.com. That's journey, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y, ballaholic, B-A-L-L-A-H-O-L-I-C at gmail.com. That's all one word, journeyballaholic at gmail.com. Listen, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope that one day you'll be able to come out and join the Ballaholic conversation. Until then, peace.